0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Joy Sounds, music you need to know, where we feature the brightest emerging and breaking artists. Are you an artist who would like to be a guest on the show? If so, please visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com. Today on Joy Sounds, we present Haley Bowers. Haley is a powerhouse singer-songwriter who, as you will hear, brings nothing less than 100% attitude and commitment to her songs. We talk about how she fearlessly confronts fear in her writing as well as the mindfulness that goes into creating music. We also ask the question, what comes first, the brand or the music? We are very fortunate to release this episode at the perfect time to promote her upcoming show at the Troubadour in Los Angeles, happening July 27th, so get your tickets now. During today's show, Haley performs four songs live from the Joy Sound Studio. My religion, a thing I do, being alone, and the premiere of her new song, Gladly. So let's welcome Haley Bowers. She makes music you need to know. Hello. Welcome to the Joy Sound Studio.
1: Thanks. So great to have have you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
0: So when I think of you as an artist and you as a songwriter, the word that immediately comes to my mind is fearless. That's how you come across to me.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's what you project. And um, I'm just wondering how you feel with that label. Is that you? Do you feel like you're fearless? That's, I mean, that's really interesting to approach. I think
1: um, something I try to hone in on with my songs is running towards the things I want to run away from. Mm. So with a couple a couple of the tunes I've written, it's just almost so vulnerable that I don't want to I just don't want to say that it's me. <laughs> I don't want to be like I really right. struggle with this. I really but that's the that's the meat and potatoes of my experience and that's yeah. that's what I'm going through and something that I have been trying to really work on is being as vulnerable as possible in in the songs and I think that that equals fearlessness. It's really like anything that I want to Put in the dark needs to be brought to light. Right. And it's it's a form of healing for myself. Sometimes it's it's just this thing that's therapeutic, and I don't even know if the song's gonna go anywhere. It's me sitting and being like, wow, this is something I'm realizing that I'm doing in my life that doesn't work.
0: That must be uncomfortable sometimes.
1: Yeah. It's incredibly uncomfortable. It's I have I've had these moments with songs where the self-realization is not before I write, Mm. it's during. And I start with this whole thing of like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm scared of doing this and I'm scared of this and I'm scared. And, and the end product is just like, oh, I'm actually just frightened of myself and how I, how I interact with vulnerability and how I interact with others. And there's this whole backstory of my life experience that informs that. And it's this full circle. It's it. It's so interesting, and sometimes it's fully realized beforehand. And but I find that most of the time I uncover bits and pieces about myself that are scary, but really great. There's it's, a healing process. It's
0: fearlessly confronting fear.
1: Yes, it
0: That's is. Bad, yeah, yeah, and uh, I can see how your listeners would draw upon that strength. Is that sort of the idea is, is so that a listener can kind of tap into that, 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 um, I don't know, confidence and ability to kind of go there.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't think it's, it, it wasn't necessarily a um, formulated intention beforehand, but Mm. I found that to be true when I would perform live. So the more honest that I got with my songs, the more people related to them. And I, it was interesting because I, I played this one song at a show and um, this woman came up to me and she was a writer and she was like, you know, I really like that song uh, being alone because it's like, it's just funny, but there's this undercurrent of it. That's like, you actually are afraid of being alone. Right. And there is, there's this double meaning hidden underneath it that nothing is, is good enough. And that, you're gonna think that everyone is being cheesy and ridiculous because at the end of the day, that's your defense mechanism. And she yeah. said that to me and I was like, Well, oh. I'll take <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. But right. it's and it's so beautiful to have that kind of interaction with an audience where they see something or connect to something on such a different level. Right. And I'm learning more about myself through other people and through this material, which is such a wild experience. Yeah. And and
0: how gratifying to find out that your songs um, appeal on v- uh, different levels, yeah, a variety of levels, yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's not hitting with just a singular message, or um, people can see it for themselves and and uh, tap into it.
1: Totally, totally. It's that's the that's the beautiful part about music to me. Whenever I think about songwriting, I'm like, we're taking these universal emotions and applying very particular experiences, and I used to think that the more particular and personal, the less relatable, but I find it's the opposite because we all share these human emotions of like fear, um, love, vulnerability. And the more that I get personal with it, for some reason, it's just more relatable. There's the, the emotion is more present. So even if I'm talking about like being in New York and walking down the streets and feeling this feeling of nostalgia, even though I haven't lived there before. Something <laughs> weird like that. There's, It's just, there's this personal through line of like, oh, I know nostalgia. I feel that when I'm visiting my family on the East Coast as well. And yeah. I'm like, there are these undercurrents that are just part of the human expression. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's really cool.
0: So does that mean all of your songs are autobiographical in nature?
1: No, you know, <laughs> they are they're autobiographical in a sense it's it's interesting because with with some of the tunes they are being informed by stories that That's i right. that i tell myself that aren't um, necessarily happening it's it's this very interesting experience where i feel this raw emotion say anger um I'm like oh man I'm really angry right now. I'm really feeling all this. And it must be because so-and-so did this and this, this. And it's that human idea of your pride kind of going into overdrive and addressing like, there must be a reason for this feeling that I'm feeling. And there must be a story that's worthy enough of this vast emotion. And I find myself writing from those spaces sometimes where I will, I'm like, this is what happened for sure. Like he's just into this other girl and that's that's what that means. And then I'll write an entire song from a place that I believe is real and feels real and uh, real and autobiographical. And then I find out later, it's just, it's just not. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you've got a lot of inside voices that you have to contend with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's the kind of addressing the fear with the fearlessness type of thing. It's mm-hmm. like, these are fear-based stories. It's stories based on insecurities, vulnerabilities, fear that like being able to face head on and write through and then kind of laugh at afterwards and be sure. like Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I needed to process that and feel yeah. those things.
0: But I love that they're real enough for you that you almost believe they're true.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, a
0: hundred percent. That get you in trouble at all?
1: Yes. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's not fully in trouble, but I, I had a moment where I had written um I had written this song. I wrote my religion and I was in a moment of anger and storytelling. And I was like, this is the reason for this song. And everyone believed it was about this toxic relationship that I had had in the past. And they were were like, I really connected to that, that I've been there. And I wrote it about someone who's very sweet, very dear to me. The story was wrong. It was just not, it wasn't true. I, I ended up talking to him about it and he was like, you should
0: should put like a asterisk next to this, you know, any people that this might resemble is completely coincidental, right? Exactly.
1: And that's, and that's funny because I, I've had shows where my mom has been in the audience and she'll interject and be like, I just want you to be happy and all this stuff. I'm like, little do you know, this is my own storytelling that's like also informing this. Um. So it it gets me into some trouble sometimes, but at the end of the day, it's it still relates to people. Yeah, and I can still come from an honest place because it felt honest when I was writing it, and those feelings were very present. And giving voice to those feelings while yeah. also acknowledging, like, hey, maybe that wasn't true.
0: Right, right. and having
1: that kind of self awareness, there's there's a sweet spot for that as well.
0: Wow, this is this is some cool insight into your artistic process. This is very cool. (laughs) So now I'm intrigued. I think we should uh, hear my religion.
1: Definitely. Okay.
0: All right. So this is Haley Bowers performing my religion.
2: I almost got T-boned by a car. Making a left-hand turn on Griffith Park And the feeling of adrenaline was so much better Than the anger stomping cracks in my heart The child inside me throwing tantrums in the dark I got the pride and wind knocked out of me By right hook that I just didn't see and you're not pulling punches, you're just pulling my strings, crippling me with cliche coated rosaries, So stab me in the back, but make it clean hide the black. And a drink to get the truth to spill on out of me. And I should have seen it sooner, I just didn't think you'd choose her. You lie and try to play it tongue in cheek. And I relive every second while you take hours out of me. So stab me in the back. just like blind religion you're too hard to believe you were my religion I no longer believe Judas and Brute at the table playing cards you're not the kind of person that you tell yourself you are and I don't mind saying it I'll give it to you. Just stand up and walk away While you stab me in the back Make it clean Hide the blade and light it the Police You might have fooled your mother Sure as hell not fooling me Just like blind religion It's a constant See, it's just like my religion to pull the rock out from underneath me. You were my religion. You were
0: Okay, that was great, and yeah. I see it. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that that was real. Um, so there was there was a lot that came to light, and <laughs> and uh, I, I uh, I've told you that my goal in life is to make sure I'm not a recipient of one of those songs. <laughs> yeah. So you've made me a better person uh, as a result of it. That's awesome. Yeah, um, your fearlessness, or the again the way I perceive you mm-hmm. with this fearless approach is in your songwriting, but it's also in your performance, Mm. you know, uh, your demeanor on stage, your confidence on stage. And I know that a lot of artists um, sway back wildly from being very confident to Mm. not, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And I'm going to sense that that's probably also a struggle that you've had.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The toggle is real. Um, (laughs) I think the The pendulum of it was very tight when I was performing songs that I that didn't resonate with me. Mm. So I found that I I went through a season of life where I was um, I was making what I thought people would like, and that was, I was like, isn't
0: that a part of a lot of artists' journey, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, just really. I mean, and I get I get the instinct. I yeah. get especially in today's society where everything is so consumer driven and soundbite driven, and and really digestible in a quick manner, I get the want to be relevant. Um, however, I found that there were times I would get off stage and I would cry mm. and I would feel emotionally exhausted. And I, part of me was like, maybe I'm just anxious. Maybe this is just an anxiety thing. And I do struggle with anxiety, but it wasn't that. When I switched the music that I was playing, I started playing songs that I wrote that were for me. And I distinctly remember the first gig that I did because I I played and I was like, I don't know if any of these songs make sense. I don't know if any of them are relevant. I don't know if anyone's going to like them. And that was the umbrella that I performed under was I'm just going to have a good time with these songs that feel right to me. I am going to jam with this band. I'm going to sit on this stool and I'm going to share a moment with these people. And that's that created a fearlessness with my performances. Wonderful. It was really a special a special moment for me to kind of move into this realization of the more, again, the more honest and vulnerable I can be with myself, the more comfortable I am on stage, the more I can engage with an audience and feel like this is actually a mindful, special moment. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Do you still wrestle, though, with the perceived demands Mm -hmm. of the industry that says we got to have something that does this or that we got to have something that's specific for this audience rather than I'm just going to write this for myself Mm -hmm. and share it with an audience. Um, Do you still find yourself at odds with that at at some point?
1: Yeah, yeah. I definitely think I've come to a place of acceptance more so with myself of like, if I'm going to do this career, I want to do it in a way where I feel satisfied at the end of the day. And I look myself in the mirror at the end of the day and think, man, I'm doing this. I'm feeling fulfilled. And that's important to me because it is a very esoteric career path. There are so many different ways you can go with it. Um, There is something that's a little bit more business-minded and kind of audience-oriented, but there's There's this deep part of me from my personal experience and from the music that I'm making that I know, I have faith that it'll find its audience. And it might not be an international audience base. It might be a Southern California. (laughs) It might be Midwest. Cool. That's great. Yeah. Being able to have have a voice within this industry and just kind of perform what feels real to me and trust that who's meant to hear it will hear it. And I'd rather, yeah. I just think that's I more agree. exciting.
0: I completely agree, and I think the umbrella is is big enough mm-hmm. for everybody who's maybe writing for a very specific target audience, yes, within the industry, and others who um, want that that their audience to find them, you know. And yeah. as long as it's uh, true and honest, mm-hmm. of course, good quality. So, I, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, yeah. I I believe that the that the space is there for everybody. Who meets that that criteria?
1: Yeah, uh, there there was a metaphor. <laughs> it's funny. I've expanded on it in the previous years, but someone was talking about like, "There's enough pie for everyone," and I was that's like,
0: for sure. And we love pie. I was
1: like, "I love pie. That's great. <laughs> yeah, there is enough pie.
0: <laughs> We're fans of pie. pie."
1: And then some another friend of mine walked up to me and was like, "What if there just isn't a pie? What if it's just..." Oh, We're there's a pie. All existing. There's always a pie. <laughs> yes, yes. There is a pie. There is a pie. But the pie is quite large. I've found it's really everyone. It's it's cool seeing um, just a cohort of all my musician friends finding their niches, finding their audiences, really discovering their own. Voices all in as different well. ways. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, as writers, as pop performers, as rock <laughs> bands, as like. Folk solo
0: artists, yeah. just
1: so many different genres and so much love and honesty put into that work that's felt by an audience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I guess, what gives me confidence to be able to say out loud that there's space for everybody. Yeah. Who, uh, again, has to, nobody's going to give it to you. Right. It still has to be great. Yeah. You know, and Definitely. so, but yeah, I'm with you. I see, I see so many examples of different pathways. It's really exciting.
1: Yeah. It is. Yeah. It really is.
0: Um, and you've had a chance to do a variety of different things. You write for yourself, mm-hmm. perform for yourself, but you also do lots of collaborations and and, and other, you know, pure songwriting activities. Yeah. 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 Is that do you have a preference or you can occupy those two worlds or those separate worlds pretty easily?
1: You know, I occupy them pretty easily right now. Um it's it's been interesting. Actually, My Religion was one of the first co-writes that I did for my solo project. So most of that stuff I'd done myself. And I'd brought that full song completed um, to someone I was working with, Michael Boddicker, and he helped me refine certain things because, again, spurt emotion, like a 10-minute, like, yeah. here we go. Yep. Um. So that was cool. That was a kind of crossover of my artist project, my collaboration. But the, the song's being able to wear different hats is one of the most beautiful, exciting things about what I'm currently doing. Like it's writing for other artists and realizing their goals with them is such a special thing. It's, it's interesting to me because I'm a very, I, I just am driven by curiosity. I feel like I'm this constant child of like, there's more to absorb, there's more to learn. And yeah, being able to join people on those journeys and learn where they're at, where they want to go, and kind of adapt different skill sets yeah. and kind of fill those needs—it's really, it's really a cool thing. It's exciting and challenging, and all of those, all of those good yeah, things. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to hear another song if sure. that's okay. Yeah. What do you want to play?
1: So I would love to play um a song. It's called "A Thing I Do." Um, it was one of the one of the songs I mentioned before, where I realized within writing the song that um, there were certain proclivities that I had, <laughs> and um, they were stopping me from doing some things in my life.
0: Okay, so again, very self aware. Yes, had to go there. <laughs> so this is Haley Bowers with a thing I do.
2: of this For so long Hiding my feelings behind Another love song I've been afraid of my thoughts Are they right or are they wrong I've been afraid For so long And now I'm mad myself for loving you, cause falling in love is not a thing I do. I've always pictured myself alone Time is too precious a thing To give And my heart has been hurt before I haven't forgiven it yet And now I'm mad at myself For loving you Cause falling in love Is not a thing I do I don't want to love you, I don't want to try I don't want to spend another year crying myself to sleep every other night So don't make me love you, don't tell me I'll be fine Don't look me in the eyes like that one more time One more time I've been afraid of this For so long
0: Okay, I see we're learning a lot about you. Oh, yeah. And your songs. (laughs) This is awesome. This is like the real Haley Bowers.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of of different uh, sides of me. Sometimes
0: it has joy sounds. I should call this like confession. confession, Joy sounds Confessionals. 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 Yeah, Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) It's really, I mean, it's funny performing these and then everyone's like, wow, I feel like I know so much about you. There's this dissonance of like, you put everything out there and then someone knows so much about you and then you talk to them afterwards and they're like, we are going to be best friends. You're like, I don't know you at all. <laughs> it's so wild.
0: Hey, that's what you signed up for. Right? It's true. Yeah? It's very
1: true. Right? I don't mind.
0: Um, one of the things that has impressed me, truly impressive, is what a strong advocate you have been for um, promoting... Positive body image, Mm -hmm. and I see it as interconnected and intertwined with who you are as an artist. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I just kind of want to get your insights on this because it's clearly something you feel strongly about.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. You feel comfortable about addressing it, and um, it comes across. Mm -hmm. You know. Again, we're keeping with this confidence and fearless theme. Um, that we've talked about throughout this entire podcast. Yeah. And uh, I think this is another expression of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think um, my journey with body positivity, especially it it has been impacted by my art and the music industry as a whole. I remember starting, um, I mean, there's so much, there's so much that goes into it for me. Growing up with like, I I have these little sound bites of kids being Mm. like, Oh, this is, um, you're just big boned or you just, and the comments were so debilitating for a very long time, especially moving into a career like music in my head. What I thought was like, this is a sellable thing. Like I, I am, a, I have to be a product that is appealing. So what, and it, it started tripping up my brain. It affected, I mean, how I treated myself. It Mm -hmm. affected what I chose to eat, what I I chose to eat, what I chose not to eat. Um, And I began this insane spiral of all these different like radical fads and things that just trying to adapt to to what I thought was again, marketable. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, the idea of doing music that isn't for other people, it's for myself. It's a similar thing, like marketing myself in a way that's just like, how about let's not talk about what I need to be and I just think about who I am right now and what that looks like and I think body positivity and and moving into that is it's very linearly makes it makes sense to me that it would kind of parallel my music in that way yeah sure so it's it's more so I'm like man I'm kind of fed up of not seeing my like there's so many so many body types in the world there's so many things that like there's this lie that comes over top of everything that's just like this is the one body type that the whole world right. yeah I'm like even that in and of itself is insanity to me I'm yeah like, you walk down the street you'll see like 10 different people that are all beautiful and lovely human beings and we have so as a society bought into that that idea of like this is what I need to be this. To be successful, to be respected, to be cared about, to be worthy of love. And w- I mean, the stories are so endless. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I think being open about it, I see so many artists doing that right now. Um, Lizzo is a huge artist that I respect and admire that's really open about yeah. her body type and her positivity on that. I think that's awesome. Um, so it is, I mean, it's another vulnerable part of me. And as, as such, it, it really adapts to my artistry because it's a part of who I am. Yeah.
0: But I think it's, it's really important.
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: think we're going to have to change some perceptions. Yeah. And, um, you know, with people being strong advocates, but also walking the walk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: I, 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 that's what I guess I'm, I'm so impressed is, is that we can talk a big game yeah we all talk a big game, yeah but I've definitely seen you walk that walk, and yeah. uh anyway, I just want to commend you for that thank you and also say that you know I do think it contributes very directly to what you're communicating in your music mm-hmm. and that's a big deal, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's interesting how that how that stuff kind of just marries together yeah. at at a certain
0: point, yeah, yeah, um, it's also interesting bringing it back to sort of the the quote unquote industry um yeah. elements of this uh is is that this this push, this um uh demand to come up with your brand. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. brand in big quotes. Um and that seems to be um almost like this holy grail. You know, yeah. I talk with a lot of up and coming artists and they're like, I'm still developing my brand. I want to talk about my brand. Um but I it, it, it almost feels silly to bring it up to mm-hmm. with you. It does it seem it. it seems like the the quote unquote brand is what emerges from your artistry.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think um I mean what I have found it's one of those classic cliches, and it's a cliche cause it's true time and time again. What you chase will just elude you. And I I remember trying to find the perfect brand and I was like, this is it. And I'll use this and I'll do this and it'll be great. And everyone will really be attracted to it. Um, And I realized it wasn't, again, it was so exhausting because it just wasn't me. So I was Mm. pulling at all of these little things that I thought that I could exploit in a way that would make sense and that would pull people towards me. And then I realized, well, the music does
0: that. The music does that.
1: Yeah, it's, I'm putting so much weight in the brand that I'm forgetting that like, again, I want to be satisfied at the end of the day. I want to feel like my music is honest and true to me. And that's, if that's in line, the brand just follows because the brand is just who you are and people like, it's like an outer kind of expression of who you are. Yes. Like. I wear hats a lot when I perform. Yeah. Some people are like, that's part of your brand. I'm like, that's just what I like to wear. And
0: and even an amplified version. Totally. of who you are, right?
1: Totally, 100%. And but again, that comes in tandem with this honest music approach and like having that set up first. It's just funny cuz people will pull on things that are like this is your brand. Like it's like you're comfortable with your body. That's part of your brand. I'm like, I guess but it's also just like <laughs> that's 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 who I am. And like sure I wear hats. I love wearing hats. I wear clothes from thrift stores. That's that's just what I do. But yeah. it's interesting how when you become more of who you are, which happens when you become more honest with your music, it's just like people are like, "Oh yeah, this is something you do. Yeah, this it's just who I am." Yeah. That that yeah. the audience is starting to inform the brand.
0: Yeah. Um Earlier in our conversation, you brought up uh, that audience reaction to uh, your song "Being Alone." Oh yeah, and when I've heard this song before, um, you know it's it's nothing but attitude. It's a, <laughs> it's a sass song, you know. Yes, it, so, that's for sure. So I'm 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 wondering how much of this is tongue in cheek and how much of this is like, no, I really mean this.
1: Oh. Most of it is. <laughs> I really mean this. I mean, so the I,
0: attitude is the attitude. Yeah, it
1: is the attitude. It's really like, I remember sitting and writing this. I was at like, I was at a bookstore and some guy walked up to me and was trying to hit on me. It was like, all this stuff happened in the span of one week. And then I went to a bar and then someone was like, Oh, do you come here often? And I'm like, Oh man, come on. <laughs> yes.
0: That's a D minus for that line. Yeah, yeah, I was
1: just like, there's so many things you could have even Googled. You could have gone to the bathroom, <laughs> figured something out. Um, but I, I just sat there and I was like, oh yeah, there's just this constant need to just not be alone. And I'm, I don't function like that. Like, yeah, I function for, it's great to have community and people that you care about around you, but like, I'm, I'm not scared to be alone. I love doing things independently. And it, it was interesting feeling like it's kind of, I think as a songwriter, that empathic thing you can see people's motives almost or intentions a little bit more clearly yeah just seeing the hunger in people's eyes for like just a companion in general yeah like you don't even know me (laughs) (laughs) um so that's kind of where the sass came from honestly I was just like I mean I don't I barely have I barely have time for the stuff that I have going on right so I don't want to be someone's warm body like it's I'd rather just be alone. That's fine. And I'm cool. I'm totally cool with that.
0: Well, you said it. it was, uh, this is one of the more direct songs that I've heard from you. So uh, let's check it out if that's okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do so, it. So this is Haley Bowers performing Being Alone.
2: Not quite, but you stared in my mouth and you said I was pretty. And you talked about God. I talked about all the things that I'm not. And you tried to be witty. But I swear if you use that line asking me if it hurt when I fell from the sky, I swear I'm gonna my mind cause I don't have time for boy and I barely got time for men. I hardly have time to myself and I won't waste it on someone who told me how good he could hold me when really he's only afraid of being alone I'm not afraid of being alone I'm done kissing frogs And I don't kiss liars So back the hell off I can buy my own drink Thank you I came to the bar To get a gin and tonic Not at all to listen To what you think about politics Or how I'm dressed And I swear if you Asking me if I come here often with a smile I swear I'm gonna lose my mind Cause I don't have time for boy and I bet he got time for a man I hardly have time to myself and I won't waste it on someone who told me how good he could hold me when really he's only afraid of being alone. I'm not afraid of being alone alone. alone.
0: I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Because I mean, if we're gonna have an attitude, it's gonna be a hundred percent attitude.
1: Yep, it's there. Yeah, no hiding. For sure, I love sure.
0: that. I love that. Um, on an artist level,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I have worked with a lot of artists, though, that are actually comfortable in solitude. It actually might be a requirement. You gotta spend oh, some yeah. time by yourself.
1: Oh, oh so yeah.
0: this might be. I don't know, part of the job description, I guess?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's something I think that's so important to touch on, especially with artist types is like, I guess it's mental health awareness season right now, but the the mental health capacity of like knowing, it's it's a very, very mindful experience creating music and being able to understand yourself enough to be like, wow, the world is very noisy right now and I need mm-hmm. to sit in my room and read a book and knowing that that's even fulfilling. Like most of my inspirations I've found are, I have a lot of artist inspirations, but most of them are authors. And my moments of personal growth and balance come from absorbing words and being able to see yeah. the world through someone else's perspective. So it is, solitude is something that I, I mean, I'll, I've noticed that a lot of my musician friends are more introverted, but we're like introverted extroverts. So we can right. like flip it on and be super uh, naturally personable with people. But right. then... again,
0: maybe part of the job description.
1: Yes. hundred yeah. percent. I yeah. think, I think that's true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it's, it's, um, yeah, it, it, I, I find it just kind of a fascinating um, reaction to our times. As mm-hmm. you said, there's a, it could be a complete reaction to our times of that sort of overload yes. of stuff. That now the pendulum might be swinging back that people are going to find that they need this time of solitude.
1: Yeah, yes, A 100%. I think um, with, I can speak for myself with the empathic note of um, just even hearing the news. I turned off <laughs> my news alert on my phone because I'm like, Ugh. I can't like, not, not to disengage with the current events because I'm definitely engaged with it, but just to get the noise, yeah. have a little bit of solitude from the noise. Cause I start taking on all these things and I walk around like everything is defeated. <laughs> right. Right. Um, or I, yeah, it's just, it's so, it's so impactful. So being able to navigate those waters and know like yeah. when I, when is fine to just go on a walk and like, Smell the flowers literally. Just walk walk down a street. Some there's some jasmine going, and someone's back at yeah, like yeah. like just be really present in the world and like accept accept it for what it is. But just take the time that you need to rest and to to really engage with yourself, and that's so important. To good,
0: me. good. I'm getting. I'm glad you're getting that time. Yeah, or at least trying, trying, yeah. trying. I mean, I know it's it's, it's not easy.
1: It's definitely something um priorities. <laughs> I mean, being an artist, there's there's kind of it seems like you always have something left to do. That's for but sure. I got to finish the webs. I got to finish the- <laughs> <And> there's <sighs> this this whole this whole tunnel of of things you could be doing with your time. That's for sure. Um, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But
0: yeah, so um what's ahead for you?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff ahead for me. I'm Can you tell me? Yes. I am tracking right now. I'm trying to uh not trying to. I'm doing it. I'm uh releasing a seven-song little album. Great. Compilation. That's that's on the horizon. Um, I am playing a show at the Troubadour, which is oh, really nice. awesome. Oh, good. That's good. July twenty-seventh, I believe. So it'll be good to kind of workshop some new material um out there as well. And yeah, yeah, I'm just uh working in with different hats as well. So having songs released under different artists, and I'm in a duo project as well. Okay, great. And those songs will be released soon, too.
0: All right. So, yeah. Fantastic. And I assume uh, Joy Sounds listeners can find you at the regular places, your All Instagram, the regular, yes. Yeah, all that. Definitely, okay.
1: definitely. And all of my show updates and song updates um, will be Instagram, Facebook, kind of. Those are my main places that I push that. Okay. So, yeah.
0: That's Fantastic. the best
1: place to find me.
0: You, you had mentioned new material. Usually <laughs> on Joy Sounds, we have uh, our artists perform... Three tunes, mm-hmm. but you're you're um, willing to give us a fourth bonus tune as yes. a new material too, yes. right? Yeah, this okay. one was
1: written very. I mean, I think it was like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Oh, so, so this is fresh. It, this is a fresh one. This is an exclusive uh, listen to
0: this. How next exciting! Tune. Yeah. It's well, fun. how about we just how about we let that song um, close us out for the show? What, that what, sounds great. What is the song that we're going to hear?
1: The song is called Gladly.
0: Gladly. Well. Before we listen to that, I just want to say thank you, Haley Bowers. What a fantastic conversation.
1: That was awesome.
0: And um, we learned so much about who you are as a person and as an artist that uh, I know we've gained uh, a great deal more appreciation for your music. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you for the extra song. Yeah, of course. Yeah, let's do this. This is Haley Bowers performing gladly.
2: I always could tell what your face meant Every wave of emotion like chalk on the pavement I could tell that you hated How I loved you from the attic While you watched me from the basement It's just the truth You can't push what can Thank you You can't push what can't be moved, and my knees have buckled from trying with you. But I gladly do it all again. It's not smart, but it's human, I guess. Oh, I gladly do it all again. Even while I box up all your things in my head, even. Sad, it's just the truth. Or I'll stomach you one day. I'll stop wanting you. I won't go kicking and screaming on hands and knees. I'll just go and know that I'd gladly do it all again. It hurt, but things hurt, I guess. I'd gladly do it all again Even though I know how badly you
0: Thanks again to Haley Bowers for coming on the show. As I mentioned earlier, if you are in the Los Angeles area, be sure to catch her show at The Troubadour on July 27th. I hope you enjoy listening to Joy Sounds as much as I enjoy creating it. If so, do me a favor, will you? And tell a friend about the show, or share it through your social media. When you share, be sure to tag us with at Joy Sounds Music. Let's get these amazing artists the largest possible audience that they deserve. That's it for now, so have a great week, and I'll look forward to the next one. Until then, this is Joy Sound, music you need to know.